Homeschooling is a uh, a tradition in the state of Michigan. It's something that many um, families practice. Uh, gives them control. Uh, they have concerns about what's being taught in K through 12 public schools, or even in some cases religious schools, and want to handle that at home. The question becomes: Is if those are neglectful and abusive parents, does it also give them kind of a get out of jail or get out of trouble free card? Because they can do this uh, within the walls of their home. And there are no outsiders who might be able to see the warning signs. Uh, this is not a, an abstract thought. We have seen some horrific cases. But they also represent just a small minority of those that homeschool. And that's really the issue here. Do we subject others to onerous regulations to battle this? Matt Colazar is a very thoughtful uh, state representative from Michigan's 22nd District, uh, Democrat from Plymouth, joins us this morning on JR Morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning, guys. Thank you for having me on today. Just kind of uh, lay that foundation for me. We've seen a couple of terrible cases which really acted as inspiration to you on this. Uh, we have, and I think it's very important for me to point out that I fully support and respect the rights of parents to homeschool their children. And a vast majority of homeschool parents do an amazing job. The problem is, is that Michigan is one of only 11 states with no regulation in terms of registering a child. We essentially, if they homeschool their child, there, there's no requirements, so we don't necessarily know where they are. And as a result, what we saw, especially in the pandemic, was we just we lost a lot of students and don't know what happened to them. Um, Representative, this could protect children because if children are going to school, oftentimes teachers or people in authority can can notice if there's some abuse going on. And I am always for protecting children. Uh, Likewise. I mean, keep in mind, I was a teacher before I was a state representative. And when a student walks into a school, there are mandated reporters everywhere. And so they can see sort of abuse. And in the case that we're talking about in Michigan, maybe someone could have stepped in earlier. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. It's, you know, when you, I know, for example, when I was a teacher, I I still remember I had a student who uh, walked into the classroom one day, her arm was in a sling and she had, she had indicated to me that, that she had been abused. And so Mm -hmm. I immediately went down to the principal's office and said, okay, this is what's going on. We need to report this. And he was, he told me right away, he said, we are already aware of it. We are already in contact with authorities. It was that fast. She hadn't been in school 15 minutes and the authorities were already being contacted. Uh, I wonder if this is a little bit of uh, uh, putting the genie back in the bottle, uh, state representative. I I wonder, because we've lost track of all these students, uh, because during the pandemic, we, you know, if they were homeschooled, we don't, we didn't really keep track of them. And now we're going to have to, if this all passes, we're going to have to try to make an effort to find out who they are, where they are, and what's happening to them. Is that going to ever be accomplished? You know, I do believe it can. And I think it goes back to what I said earlier, that a vast majority of homeschoolers do a great job. And I have the belief that simply filling out a form to say, I am homeschooling my child is not overly cumbersome or burdensome. I reject that idea because this is a, at the core, this is about keeping children safe from abusers. And I would like to believe that that is something every person can agree with. Mm -hmm. 
So what, what, how could we legislate this? Do we require um, twice yearly doctor's visits mm-hmm. for those children that are homeschooled? Uh, and, and who is an acceptable provider? Who, 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 how do you have oversight without it being intrusive? So there are varying degrees of regulation on homeschooling throughout the country, depending on where you go. Michigan is one of those states that has no regulation. I think at the very minimum, simply just registering a child as a homeschooled student so we know that they are indeed being homeschooled, so we know where they are, is at the bare minimum something we can do that I would say is not intrusive at all. I think that that is is something that most people would agree on. Now, I know there's other states that do require an annual or maybe twice a year um, checking in with a mandate reporter. That could be a lot of different people. Um, I know there was legislation that proposed that back, I believe, in 2015 that ended up not um, not getting across the finish line. I think there's varying degrees of things you can do, but at the bare minimum, at least let us know who the children being homeschooled in the state are. Uh, Representative Jamie Green of Richmond, she's on the House uh, Education Committee and is a homeschool parent, blasted this, saying requiring homeschool students to register with the state is egregious violation of parental rights, invasion of privacy, and an unwanted government overreach. Registering, apparently, is an overreach, in her opinion. Um, the Supreme Court has has denied sort of any kind of oversight when it comes to the teacher. So this is a very interesting topic. Um, Absolutely. And by the way, I have the utmost respect for Representative Green. I'm the chair of the Education Committee in the House. She is the vice chair. Uh, I do disagree with her on this point because, again, I don't think this is overly intrusive. To simply say, I'm homeschooling my child and have her registered, you can continue continue on with your child's education. You just have to tell us you're homeschooling them. I don't see where the intrusion well, is there. Let, let me let me try to suss that out a bit because I think it comes down to an issue of trust, a matter of trust. You, you, it's the idea that that making me register is the preamble. It opens the door to, to this kind of onerous regulation or more intrusive behavior. That it's the first step, and there's a lack of trust that it will be respected. And I appreciate that standpoint, but at the same time, it comes to the fact that we know, because we have seen, as you said at the beginning of the segment, we yeah. have seen horrific stories of children being abused or in, in the most, in, in just the worst cases, even being murdered. And an abuser could hide behind Michigan's lack of homeschool regulation to get away with it for a long time. There was the case out of Detroit where two children were found in a freezer. And and the only way that that was discovered, because the mom had said she was homeschooling those children, the only way it was discovered is she didn't pay her rent. And um, the movers who were moving her belongings out of her residence came upon the freezer. Let me that ask should you, not be okay in anyone's book. If, yeah. if she was registered, how would those children have been protected? Would someone continue to check on them? And that's a great question. I think at the very least, because it was discovered after the fact, I was like, oh, yeah, I was homeschooling. If there was a registry that said, we know that this person at this house is being reg- is, is being homeschooled, at least at some point it's on somebody's radar. Got it. And I also wonder, Representative, the, I, I have to say, isolation for child abusers is what they're after. 
They want uh, the victims to be isolated. They don't want them interacting with anybody. All abusers, uh, domestic uh, abusers uh, want that as well. Isolation is key to their uh, quest for abuse. Yes, I I 100% agree. And the other thing to keep in mind, it goes back to what I said earlier, is, and this is the main reason that I think registration is a good idea, is when we had the pandemic, a lot of kids fell through the cracks. There were a lot of parents dissatisfied with the education that their child was receiving at that time. And I fully can appreciate their viewpoint on that Mm -hmm. one. And so they elected to homeschool, but they didn't tell anybody, you know, you don't have to register it. So we've got a situation where I've spoken with numerous school administrators around the state where they said, there are kids we simply don't know what happened to and we cannot find. And again, I, I, just don't see why it's government yeah. overreach to know where these kids are. Well, and it's not just abuse. There's also an element of neglect here. People who say they're homeschooling their children and then don't do a doggone thing. And you know, we've seen relatives um, file complaints saying, look, my niece and nephew can't read right. and they're 10 and 12 yeah. years old. Um, and, but they're being homeschooled and they're just not doing a very good job. It's a fascinating topic, Representative Colazar, and I, I know it's still first and foremost about protecting children. Thank you for your time.